Hello, this is Mark Silverman, Managing Member and Founder of Silverman & Associates, and I'm also a Certified Financial Planner Professional. I want to welcome you to the Saving with Silverman podcast. I'm glad you're here. Each week, we'll discuss different financial planning topics because making smarter choices about your money impacts the quality of your life. This is Saving with Silverman. I'm Ron Stutz along with Mark Silverman. I got a chance to hang out with Mark here for a while, and uh, Mark's got all kinds of things on his mind today. And uh, Mark, it is awfully good to be with you. Ron, always happy to be here too. Excited. We got lots of uh, good things to talk about uh, today, including not your father's retirement. Chew on that one for just a moment because... We're going to get to it, but first I want to give everybody the phone numbers. They can get in touch with you. 520-333-7601. That is 520-333-7601. Call that number, or you can shoot a text to that number, whichever you prefer. And that'll put you in touch with Silverman and Associates. Mark Silverman, of course, the founder and the managing member there. And again, that number is 520-333-7601. Call or text. As I mentioned, not your father father's retirement. If you're that age that your mom and dad retired 20 or 30 years ago, the world was a much different place when they walked away from their regular paychecks. So I thought today we could talk about how things are a little different now. Number one on my list here is the fact that there's been a big change. Used to people used to automatically retire at the age of 65, or at least that's when they thought everybody should retire. These days, Mark, it's really okay to work far beyond age 65 if you choose to do so. Yeah, and I think the other thing too is this, Ron, is people are living longer. Yeah. So it used to be people retired younger because they didn't have as much life left. But, you know, I think it's okay to work past 65. In fact, a lot of people choose to. And then some people, unfortunately, are working past 65 because they can't afford to retire. Sure. And so, you know, that has to come into play as well. But, you know, what we always try to encourage is what we call a work optional lifestyle, working because you want to, not because you have to. And that might be, you know, working, doing the same thing that you're currently are doing, you know, you did during your working years, but maybe fewer hours or that sort of thing, or maybe doing something entirely different. But it's really coming down to making sure that you have a plan that and seeing if you're able to retire at 65 or whatever that age may be. But I think the backup plan needs to be that if you can't physically work any longer, that you can retire at a certain age. Well, the first thing you said was, you know, people living longer these days and uh, automatically thought uh, right away, it makes retirement planning a little more complicated than it used to be. And and that's where you come in. We'll get back to that in just a second here. But another thing that uh, happens because people do so much traveling and they indulge in all the things that they wanted to do their entire working lives, being retired might actually be more expensive than working. It's true. You know, we've in our planning, they say you need about 70 to 80 percent of your working income in retirement. I can tell you from having done this for many years that what we tend to find is people spend about the same amount in retirement that they were when they were working. In fact, on kind of what you're the point you're trying to make, we've even had some of our clients that actually spend more in retirement than they did when they were working. So it really depends on what you're going to do in retirement. But if you're pretty ambitious and you want to travel, see the world, you know, want to make some major purchases, boats, et cetera, whatever it might be, RVs, you may need more money. So it's all about everybody's got a, a different vision of what retirement looks like. Some people never want to retire. Some people do want to retire. But I think everybody has things that they want to do, bucket list items per se. And it's about achieving those things and seeing what, how much you're going to actually need when you get to that stage in your life. Okay. We're 
talking about um, how this is not your father's retirement. Things are just different these days. And uh, Mark Silverman, of course, the host of Silverman and Associates, the host of the radio show, Saving with Silverman. And uh, Mark, again, great to be with you today. Retirees today often have a lot more problems to juggle than previous generations of retirees. And, and that's what I was talking about a moment ago. It's a lot more complicated these days for a number of reasons than it used to be. Yeah, there's a lot more pieces to the puzzle. You know, I, I think the biggest one that kind of throws a wrench into a lot of people's is, you know, the healthcare situation. So if you're retiring before 65, which is Medicare, you know, how do you handle that? You know, some companies, very few, allow you to continue their company plan. Or if you have a spouse that's working, maybe you can get on their plan. But if you're retiring prior to age 65, you know, that healthcare component could be like a mortgage payment. You know, you pay more and get less. The other part is the long-term care. What's the strategy going to be there? Of course, that's not covered by Medicare. So it's really looking at all these different pieces of the puzzle, you know, looking at where the income streams are going to come from. For most of us, including myself, that's just going to be Social Security. So it's creating income off your investments, and that can be done in numerous ways. But you also need an increasing income that's going to keep pace with inflation. As I mentioned, people are living longer. So if you retire at 65, you could have a 30-year retirement. It's totally possible. And so, you know, it's making sure that you have enough money to cover all the different expenses that you're going to have, both things that you want to do and things that you have to pay for throughout you and your spouse's lifetime so you're not a burden to your family. And because people are living in retirement so much longer these days, you know, used to, you, as you mentioned earlier, you would retire at 65 and then you'd only live two or three more years longer after that. So it was really simple and not so complicated. But these days, retirement portfolios need to be designed to fund expenses for maybe 30 years or maybe even 40 years. You might end up being retired as long or even longer than you are actually in the workforce. That is absolutely right. So, you know, the last thing we want to do through our planning is let's say that we decide that uh, we're going to plan to age 85 and then you turn 86 and there's no more money left. So that's the last thing we want to do. We want to make sure that we're being reasonable with our expectations, knowing that each generation is living longer than the last and making sure and taking longevity, you know, family history, those sorts of things in consideration and making sure that we've done all the proper planning to make sure that you're going to have enough money to do all the things, as I said earlier, that you want to do and things that you have to pay for, such as medical care, you know, if you need long-term care, whatever it might be, so you can have the money to do those things so you don't become a burden to your children, grandchildren, so you're financially independent and able to do the things that you need to do. So it's important that you have a plan. That's I think that's kind of where everything's structured around is, is making sure that somebody's doing planning. If somebody is just giving you investment advice or just selling you an annuity or telling you to buy some mutual funds, that really doesn't solve your problem. So it's, it's about having a plan and seeing how all these pieces fit together to make sure that you're going to have a, a plan that's solid, that's going to work, that's going to be realistic, that's going to help you achieve all your goals. Mark, I'm sure there's some folks out there listening to the show today who may be in this situation getting ready to retire, or at least in the years leading up to it, and a lot of questions in their minds, and they're wondering how all this applies to me. You know, how am I going to plan a good retirement where I can have peace of mind? Where do you come in as far as that is concerned? What happens when they make the phone call to your office? Well, whether you're a first-time listener to the show or you've heard me for a long time, if anything I've said makes sense or resonates with you, this is now your opportunity to come in and have a conversation with me in my office to go through this process we call the financial physical. I can assure you I will not be trying to sell you investment or insurance products. I repeat, this is not a sales meeting. I had a chance to listen to some of the shows this past weekend. 
And I would say the majority of them are just trying to sell you products. Specifically, it seems like annuities. Some are trying to more on the brokerage side where they're trying to sell you, you know, mutual funds, et cetera. This is not what we do. It's totally different. Rather, we're going to discuss your values and goals in a way, honestly, you probably never have. This consultation is designed for both individuals as well as couples. However, if you are married, it is mandatory that both spouses attend this initial meeting. So whether you're still working or already retired, this is a great opportunity to see what it looks like to work with someone who's actually required to have a fiduciary responsibility to look out for your best interest at all times. And as part of the financial physical, we will discuss your cash reserves, debt if you have any, insurance, all types, and how to best allocate your assets. And we'll even benchmark where you are now financially compared to where you wanna be. So you have an even better perspective of what's required to achieve your goals for the reasons that are important to you. This will become the foundation for developing a plan that gives you the highest probability of making that happen. This meeting will be valuable to you whether or not we decide to work together. There is no cost or obligation for this initial appointment. However, it is best suited for people who have saved at least $250,000. And as you probably are aware, I am a certified financial planner professional, and I believe the only one locally here on the radio in Tucson, and the going hourly rate to meet with a CFP such as myself can cost as much as $300 an hour. So this is a tremendous value and chance to finally get your financial house in order and keep it that way. And your only commitment is an hour or so of your time. We try our best to help everyone, however our slots fill up quickly. So I can only guarantee a complimentary meeting to the next five people that contact us right now. Please don't procrastinate because making smarter choices about your money impacts the quality of your life. 520-333-7601 is your number to call to reach Mark Silverman's office. 520-333-7601. You can call or you can text if you prefer to do that. All you have to do today, you're not going to have to talk with anybody or make any decisions today or have any numbers in front of you. You don't even need your calendar right now. Don't procrastinate. Go ahead and make that phone call or send that text. 520-333-7601. A member of Mark's team will get back with your first part of the week and then you can wonder how you can put it together exactly what time you're going to come in what day you're going to come in and then it'll be a pleasant conversation once you get here 520-333-7601 is your number to get in touch i'm ron stutz along with mark silverman and you're listening to saving with silverman Mark Silverman is a Tucson native, and his firm is right here in town. That means he's always accessible to you. Start your relationship with Mark and his team today. Keep listening to Saving with Silverman. We're on the radio again with Saving with Silverman. I'm Ron Stutz along with Mark Silverman of Silverman and Associates, serving Tucson wherever you are in southern Arizona. And a lot of folks have come in to talk with uh, Mark Silverman lately, and you could be next. All you got to do is call this number, 520-333-7601. That's 520-333-7601. Call, or you can send a text to that number if you like, 520-333-7601. Simply leave your contact information. If you'd like to find out more about Mark and his business and how he helps folks all over southern Arizona, savingwithsilverman.com is the website. That is savingwithsilverman.com. Mark, let's talk about spending personalities. We're all different. We all have different personalities, and people certainly have different spending personalities as well. Before you can effectively put together a retirement income plan, it's important to understand your own tendencies for spending. So I thought today we could explore the different personalities. There are some folks out there who are 
what you might call the emotional spenders. What exactly is that and, and how do you deal with that? Well, I think we're all emotional creatures, but per se, I think some are, are more emotional than others and some let that dictate their spending based on emotion. You know, I think, you know, if you think about going out to eat, you know, if you had a great day, you want to celebrate, certainly nothing wrong with that. You want to go out and celebrate by going out to eat. If you had a terrible day, maybe going out and forgetting about it by going out and eating again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or if you're tired and stressed, some people get stressed out. I, they don't want to cook, so they you know go out to eat or something like that. And, I, and that's just, just one example. But you know, making decisions based on emotion rather than what's really going on and making logical decisions that are going to help you. And going out to eat once in a while is not going to kill you. But if these are patterns. And so when these patterns start to happen, often they become a new pattern and become a new habit. And that could be devastating to somebody's portfolio. And I'm just using going out to eat, but you know, it could be other things that cost even more money and that stuff stuff all starts to add up. Well, some of us just like going out to eat. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I end up doing that a lot. The I y- as well. Yeah. The YOLO spender. You only live once, I guess is what we're talking about here. And there are some people who base their whole spending philosophy on that. Yeah. And that's kind of, you know, live for today. Uh, don't worry about tomorrow. And I think that's a big problem for people. Unless you've got, you know, many millions of dollars and you're not spending it all, I think that could work. But for most people, you know, if you're not thinking about tomorrow, you could end up spending more than you should today and have issues down the road. And, you know, that's a big problem if you're in retirement, because if you're not working, you know, how do you get those assets back to continue your lifestyle? So it's important that you plan. Yes, we only live once, but I think it's important that you plan and making sure that you have a strategy and that if you are going to be going out and buying something, you're not just doing it on emotion or or a whim, but it's well thought out and planned. And so, you know, it fits in with your overall plan, which is not going to put you in jeopardy of running out of money. Well, you know, a lot of us have problems with the way we spend money. We may be emotional spenders, as you just discussed a moment ago. We may be the you-only-live-once type of person, and, uh, you know, that can sometimes get you in trouble. But there are some folks out there who are actually savvy in the way they spend money and uh, – what characteristics do these folks have? You know, I think that those characteristics are a lot of our clients, to be honest with you. Our most successful clients are the clients we tend to, tend to work with have the mentality of, unlike most of people in our country, unfortunately, is they live within their means, their savers, you know, those sorts of things. And I think, it, you know, obviously, if our country adopted that philosophy, we had been in a lot better shape. We wouldn't have all this debt. But, you know, they've thought about what their purchases are. They still enjoy life. You know, if you could save money on something, why not? It's silly to overpay for something just simply because you can afford to, in my opinion. You want quality over quantity. I think experiences are important. You can't take it with you, the money, as far as we know that. But going on experiences, whether it be travel or educating children, grandchildren, and seeing those sorts of things and and having their money uh, have a purpose and, and do the things that they want the money to do. And that's really where a lot of our clients are very little debt. And, you know, living within their means, I think, is the prevailing thing I would I would mention in that category. You know, one thing we talk about a lot is how when you get to retirement, it should be a really relaxing and enjoyable time of your life. And maybe you do a few things that you've never had the opportunity to do before. You never had the opportunity or the time or perhaps even the money. And now you want to be able to, you know, sort of kick out the jams and do those things that are fun. But there are some people who just turn into absolute misers when they retire and just want to sit on the couch and pull back on everything and and not spend any money at all. And it's not good to be a miser either, is it? Well, and we do have a few of those as clients too. But, you know, you've got to enjoy life. 
you know, I think one of the things that I've witnessed, which is probably one of the things is you, you watch somebody that's done a great job of saving and they're looking at, you know, not going out to dinners and not doing the things that they should be doing because they're looking to pass money on to their kids. And I've seen it where the kids get the money, you know, the, the client passes away, the kids get the money. And in one instance, the money was spent before within the, the first weekend of them receiving the funds, which is probably not the intention of the client, but that's, you know, easy come, easy go. As I like to say, unfortunately, some of the money habits don't get passed on from one generation to the next. But I think you, you still have to enjoy life again. And there's a difference between paying more for something just because you can afford to versus buying the same thing for less. That's just smart. But, you know, basing everything on cost, you know, it's not what it costs, but what it's worth. And so that's kind of a prevailing thing. So, you know, making sure that you're getting the type of advice that you're getting, making sure that you're able to do the things that you want to do so you don't feel guilty. And that's the, the one of the benefits of having a plan is if you're going to take a trip or, or do something like that, knowing that you can afford to do it because it's built into your plan versus feeling guilty about spending the money because you're afraid either you want to pass more money on to the kids or you're afraid it might jeopardize your financial future as well. Well, some of us may be emotional spenders, some may be YOLO spenders or savvy, or some of us may tend to be misers, but you know, we're all different. And that's why we talk about all the time, how everybody's situation is unique. There is no one size fits all when it comes to retirement planning. I know there are folks out there right now of various personal personality types who might like to come in and have a conversation with you, Mark. What happens? Well, just like you get a second opinion on your health, why wouldn't you get a second opinion on your wealth? So whether you're a do-it-yourselfer or already working with someone else, this is your chance to come in and go through this process we call the financial physical. Do you know what your investments are costing you? If you're still working, are you on track to have the type of retirement you've always envisioned? Or if you're already retired, do you know if you or your spouse are at risk of running out of money while trying to maintain your current lifestyle? I can assure you I will not be trying to sell you investment or insurance products. I repeat, this is not a sales meeting. In this initial meeting, we'll address issues of importance to you, provide an overall view of your situation, and give you some general advice on what needs to be completed. This consultation is designed for both individuals as well as couples However, if you are married, it is mandatory that both spouses attend this initial meeting. So whether you're still working or already retired, this is a great opportunity to see what it looks like to work with someone who is actually required to have a fiduciary responsibility to look out for your best interest at all times. This meeting will be valuable to you whether or not we decide to work together. There is no cost or obligation for this initial appointment. However, it is best suited for people who have saved at least $250,000. And as you probably are aware, I am a certified financial planner professional, and I believe the only one locally here on the radio in Tucson, and the going hourly rate to meet with a CFP such as myself can cost as much as $300 an hour. So this is a tremendous value and chance to finally get your financial house in order and keep it that way. And your only commitment is an hour or so of your time. Just as you want to reach a healthy life from a physical standpoint, you also want to reach and maintain great financial health. So our financial physical is just what the doctor ordered. We try our best to help everyone, however, our slots fill up quickly. So I can only guarantee a complimentary meeting for the next five people that contact us right now. Please don't procrastinate because making smarter choices about your money impacts the quality of your life. 
520-333-7601. That is 520-333-7601. You can call that number or you can text. And why not do it right now? It is so easy to procrastinate, to put it off and say, I'll do it tomorrow or next week or next month, and then you don't get around to it at all. 520-333-7601. One thing to bear in mind, maybe you're driving your car right now and you don't have your calendar in front of you. That's okay. As soon as it's safe to do so, make that phone call. You can worry about the timing later, but just go ahead and reach out and uh, make sure that the folks at uh, Silverman and Associates have your contact information. They'll get back with you first part of the week, and then you can arrange a time to come in. 520-333-7601. Call or text. No obligation and no cost. Just come in and have a conversation. You're listening to Saving with Silverman. Mark Silverman is the founder of Silverman and Associates. Of course, the managing member there as well, the certified financial planner professional. I'm Ron Stutz, along with Mark Silverman. We'll have more on the way. You've got questions. We've got answers. Keep listening to Saving with Silverman. You're listening to Saving with Silverman with Mark Silverman. Mark's on the radio every week here, giving all kinds of generic financial advice. And, of course, Mark helps a lot of individuals and couples and families all over the Tucson area and can certainly help you as well. If you'd like to get in touch with your certified financial planner professional, Mark Silverman, 520-333-7601 is your number to call. That is 520-333-7601. You can call or you can text if you're more comfortable doing that. You don't need to talk to anybody today. Just leave your contact information, 520-333-7601. Mark, as you know, we always get great questions from our listeners, really smart people all over the Tucson area here. We have a question from Mary in the foothills, and Mary says, is it a bad idea to do a Roth conversion if I have a high income? Well, Mary, that's a great question. Typically, you don't want to do conversions when your income is high, and what that means is you're taking money from whether it be a 401k, a 403b, a TSP, a traditional IRA, and rolling it into an, a Roth IRA, which means when you roll that money over, convert it, you're going to be paying taxes on it. So if you already have an high income, that money's added on top of it, which could put you even in a higher tax bracket. So typically, you don't want to do that when you have a high income, but it just depends on where you are and that sort of thing and what you're willing to do, your time frame of of what age you are, how long it might be in the Roth, et cetera. So there's uh, formulas that we use that we can help you determine that, but that's a great question. Okay. We have another question here from Blake, who lives in Saddlebrook. And Blake says, what's your opinion of investments that require you keep your money locked up for a certain period of time? I know a lot of annuities operate that way, as well as some hedge funds. What do you think? Well, Blake, that's a, another great question. You know, it depends on what the type of it is. I mean, there's different types of annuities. There's some I think that, that can work well. There's some that don't. I think when it comes to annuities, you shouldn't be putting all of your eggs in one basket. You certainly don't want to tie up all your money into, into an annuity. You want to have a diversified portfolio. I personally would only use it, an annuity to create income. I wouldn't be using it for growth or or that sort of thing. I don't think you're going to be pleased with it there. And if you're buying a variable annuity, those have a lot of high fees and costs and I wouldn't touch those either. But as far as you know, hedge funds, you got to be careful with those. Some of those do have restrictions. Real estate investment trusts are as known as REITs. You have to be careful with some of those too. It really depends. You just want to make sure you have the right mix. If that money has specific purpose and you know it's going to be tied up and you have other assets you can tie into, it can work. But if you don't, that's going to be a problem. Okay, got time for one more question today, Mark? I do. We got uh, Bruce in Tucson. 
has sent us a question. He says he's trying to get to the $1 million mark in his savings before he retires in a few years. So he started a consulting company on the side to earn some extra income. Is there anything I should be doing, he asked, to save money on taxes with his new income? Well, Bruce, that's a great question. And you know, I commend you for uh, being an entrepreneur myself. I commend you for uh, starting your own company. You know, I think it really depends on how it's structured. There are some different types of retirement accounts you can create being self-employed. It just depends on how it's set up and, and what you're able to do. If you have another job and you're contributing to that, that can make it a little more complicated. So we kind of need to know a little bit more, I think. But the other point I would say is, I don't know, it's good to have a goal, but getting to a million dollars, you know, a lot of people say, do I need a million to retire? It really depends on your age and that sort of thing. And for a lot of people, they need a lot more than a million dollars saved in order to have the retirement to last them their whole life. And so you want to know what your number is. And that's the, the, the key point of having a plan. But, you know, certainly give us a call. Happy to have that conversation with you. Maybe we can talk about different structures of a retirement plan that you could put that consulting money into to go towards your retirement savings. Great questions today from Mary in the Foothills and Blake in Saddlebrook and Bruce in Tucson. A lot of other folks out there listening to the show today might have some questions. And if they'd like to come in and have a talk with you about them, Mark, what happens when they make the phone call to the number that I'm going to give out in just a couple of minutes here? Sure, Ron. Well, first, I want to thank everybody for the questions. And um, if anybody has questions, they can go to the website, which is savingwithsilverman.com, click on the media link, and then there's a place to submit a question, and maybe you'll get to hear your question here on the air. But now's my chance to ask you a question, and can you answer it honestly and objectively as possible? Aside from the happy lows and how's the family, and aside from the occasional lunch or golf game, I mean, I get it. I'm as much friends with so many of my clients, they become true friends over the many years. But I think the question has to be asked, especially in light of the stakes. Is your current financial advisor truly adding value beyond a doubt? And I'll repeat, is your current financial advisor truly adding value? It's a valid question as a friendship or just relationship allows you not to be in a position to ask those critical questions. Are you talking about taxes? Are you talking about social security and income and diversification and insurance and estate planning and healthcare? Are you having those annual reviews, but hopefully it's more frequently than that? Is there detailed follow-up? Is there accountability? If you are, if all of that is happening, congratulations because you've got a great relationship and send your financial advisor a thank you. But if you're not, if you're not having that, if you're not feeling the value, if you're not having these in-depth conversations, then you owe it to yourself and really to your family to have a conversation with someone else because if you don't, you're the one that's going to suffer. You're the one that's going to pay the cost and it'll cost you in more ways than you'll ever know. Let us prove to you how we can help your money go further in retirement. Let us show you with our financial physical. I believe you'll be surprised at what you'll learn, and this won't cost you anything. Give us a call or send us a text to 520-333-7601, 520-333-7601. That's 520-333-7601. Or check us out online at savingwithsilverman.com. That's savingwithsilverman.com. Please don't procrastinate because making smarter choices about your money impacts the quality of your life. And when you call that number or text to that number, you're not obligating yourself to do anything. Basically, if you want to come in for a conversation with Mark, there's no obligation there after you come in and, and have that talk. And certainly not going to cost you anything. 520-333-7601. Call or text 
520-333-7601. Maybe you've been listening to this show for a very long time, and you know the deal. Maybe this is the first day that you've listened, and we certainly appreciate your being with us today. Mark Silverman, Certified Financial Planner Professional, the founder and managing member at Silverman & Associates. You want to go to the website, it's savingwithsilverman.com, savingwithsilverman.com. But again, the most immediate way you can get in touch, and this is the way I would recommend, call this number 520-333-7601. That's 520-333-7601. Call or text. Saving with Silverman. On the radio show with Mark Silverman, I'm Ron Sutz. And Mark, it's been a pleasure. Ron, always happy to be here. I want to thank everybody for taking the time to listen and be safe out there. Join us again next week for the next edition of Saving with Silverman. Silverman and Associates Wealth Management LLC is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities product, service, or investment strategy. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified advisor, tax professional, or attorney before implementing any strategy or recommendation discussed herein.